2: The guy isn't guiding over here. And but hey, we're we're here. We're having a pre show. It is going down. It is going down in the broadcast out of the Jesus and Paola show. Uh, Paola. That's right. If you traveled anywhere south of the border or out of the country to our Latin American nations, it is Paola. Yes, the Jesus. Okay. And so I'll tell you what, we're talking in the pre show today. Huh. You know, we're starting something. The pre show where we we're talking about this is not the era of the Kingdom Cry right? okay, This
0: is what we're talking about. No
2: Kingdom Cry Baby here. Listen, do you hear this rowdy oh, my God. You know we're doing a show right now, right? Okay, we're trying to do a show. We're live. We're live. How y'all doing? Okay. <laughs> We are really loving life right now and if you should be living in tall things or not, what's your problem? Get here. That's right.
0: That's right. This is not
2: the era for Kingdom Cry Babies. Okay. It's crying because God has given you something to do, crying because you don't like the way you have to do it. Okay. Crying because you wish you would put somebody else over you. Crying because why do I have no work? <laughs> <laughs> <Too soon>. Crying <laughs> because people are calling your name too much crying because nobody's calling your name for what you want crying because you're always in demand crying because nobody wants you to be around listen
0: there
2: for some things there is no winning there's no winning it's, it's oh, nobody calls my name you're crying and everybody is calling your name you're crying and then you're sighing, and then you start lying to get out of doing, and doing what God gave
0: you to do.
2: We're on fire today. We don't even know what is going to happen. Once we turn the mic over to Lord Jesus, help us Lord, my God. <laughs> we have to go into the worship moment. Sometimes we have to worship through the tears. Hallelujah, Jesus. Christ, on, God. I do faithful, God. Thank you. No, you cry, baby. Still, let me tell you what. You better choose your crying time. Shower, good time to cry. Water's already hitting your face. Yeah, you, know, you can't even just wash your. your face in the morning. Okay, pillow time. <laughs> crying in your pillow. We talked about this. Uh you might cry. You probably recommend crying. In your car while you're driving. I mean, to so focus on the road. You never know somebody from your church is gonna see you having a breakdown at that red light and then wonder if you're okay. And so Dr. Price was talking about how as a boss, you know, she is a boss. Not just the boss, she is a boss. <laughs> like uh this is not talk time this is work time okay, we don't sit around talking here all day right. get to work and in our office when we launched as the university and the school and everything in the early 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 days it was i was always policing the staff when my staff yeah, policing this is why are we still talking here why right? we're not here to talk about yesterday's church service you do that as long as your lunch break which i believe everybody already had so, <laughs> uh, uh, you didn't talk about it then, then you'll talk about it after work. When I here talking going on too long and this thing and it's not business and we're talking about the wind and the world and this and that and the Holy Ghost, um, did you get your work done now? Because we're here to work. I know we pay rent to work, not to fellowship. And to get this things done. And so this is not the time for kingdom cry, babies. If you have that, that reaction, now crying can be literally like water coming out of your face. But then it can be that whining thing that you do when you can't get out. See, children just grow up to become adults. But a lot of childish habits follow you in life if they're not matured. So where kids will just have fits on the floor sometimes, and you walk by and you're like, somebody's parent needs you to do something about that. Sure. And adults still have fits. If that's not worked out, if your soul is retort, if you are not taught how to process emotions productively. And so you just go off. You might go off in your house by yourself. Because, see, don't live alone. Oh, my, the walls are going to hear it. The carpet's going to hear it. The ceiling is going to hear it everybody, God, you know, God can't get away from it, <laughs> and on and on and on and on it goes, and then if you live with people, the kids have to hear it, the spouse has to hear it, the in-laws have to hear it, the grandparents have to hear it, everybody has to hear it. This is how you know when you are in tantrum mode, because everybody has to hear your displeasure.
0: Come
2: on, come on. Everybody around you is going to catch when and everybody knows you're having a problem, and you're shocked. When they tell you they know you're having a problem. Come on. Well, I don't know why you're saying that. <laughs> because every time you open your mouth, it is a storm of displeasure. It's the storm. The neighbor's upsetting you, the dog is upsetting you, the fish in the tank is upsetting you. It doesn't matter. You're fussing, fussing. Fussing. One time somebody was in my prayer line, I will not name the name of the guilty party. <laughs> somebody was in my prayer line, I said, God says you are fussing all the time. You put them on a 30-day fussing moratorium. <laughs> wow. Oh. 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 And he said, oh. Right. Because when you open your mouth, it's a fuss. in your are okay, so you don't open your mouth, but you're fuming inside. Your are you're And you probably have dreams when you're going off on people because you're just so angry and so upset or so broken or so frustrated or so disappointed or whatever that you can't stop. Oh, but I want to enc- encourage you today. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> See, we don't want to believe we can offend God. Oh, God. And we don't want to believe that our actions and our duties and what we do offend him. And that offense just causes all kinds of repercussions that we really don't want. So in the kingdom crybabies, <laughs> in the kingdom Crybaby series, in the pre-show, we were talking about crybabies in the kingdom and how Dr. Price, they oh, I do something when I bring somebody on who's new and I'm a living witness. This is true. See, I'm hard on purpose. I'm hard on purpose. Extra, no, extra hard to see where your breaking point is, to see where you're going to crack, where you're going to snap. Now, see, this is how passively-aggressively, you want to know how you uh, can be a passive-aggressive in retaliation? Because if you're well-trained like me, you don't come back on authority figures like that. That's just a bad idea. So you just disappear. See, passive-aggressive retaliation is, you don't answer the phone, you don't show up with the things you're filling in. Is, <laughs> listen, I can run down the list because I want the list. We all want not the people we are today. See, when you, when you can call it all out, it's because you've been it, worked it, defended it, and protected it. Whatever it is. I was all it. Couldn't handle no big ideas. Much less a big job. Lord have mercy. Pass
0: this right now. <laughs>
2: Lord have mercy. Making up excuses, saying things that are not true. Because you are lying to protect yourself. And so you, you passively, aggressively disappear. I don't know. And, oh, da, 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 da. and when things are going on, you are aloof. You are missing. All of a sudden, your schedule has changed. Your phone doesn't work. Now, that phone, I've seen you pick up that phone 16 times a day. But when the people who made you mad call, it's not a good time. So that's the passive-aggressive way of having that adult temper tantrum and running it down and playing games with people. But seeing these kind of reasons, they call you out. Oh, that's right. You're feeling served. Yeah. Oh, Did I make you mad again? And so she said, oh, no, I'm hard on purpose. And, and Dr. Price has a statement years well, years of things. <laughs> but one of them was, she said, but the devils that fight me are hard. And I need to know if you can't handle me being hard on you, when the devils that fight me come at you, because they're going to come at you first because you're an easy target to get to me. I'm going to be taken out because you can't take a blow and if all it takes to offend you is somebody says, oh I want more cream in my coffee you out for three days trying to recover (laughs) or you submitted a report with errors and you were told to fix it now we have grammarly look spell check grammar check you have every kind of check you can think of but you're going to be mad at the boss who made you go fix it and be excellent because hey you have scars because the last leader hurt your feelings and so now the present leader has to be punished I don't even think so that's not even righteous
0: and that's not even holy. so if
2: that's you punishing your present leader for what the past leader did stop just stop because I don't know anybody who does anything 100% anyway and so to conclude that you are not warranted correction because you don't like the way it
1: feels no
2: kingdom card babies here this is for Giants this movie is for Giants I mean, come on, I think this year has told us this thing is about to go down for Jesus Christ. And he needs people, how many leaders and ministers in the kingdom back off? I'm not going to talk about this. I'm not going to talk about this. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm just going to play it safe. And playing it safe, you played yourself right out of your property. <laughs> right,
1: your
2: right out of your congregation. Right out of business. Left people high and dry without a shepherd. They don't know who to vote for, don't know where to go, don't know what God is saying. Just as scared as the people who have no God. But I thought we were supposed to be strong and do great exploits. Yes, except when it's time to be strong and do great exploits. <laughs> I mean, that preacher's broke up. But can you walk it out? This is the year of the strong and mighty. This is the era. Forget the year. Well, what was that of this year? This is the era of the strong and mighty. This is the, we've talked, I mean, how long have we talked about the Davidic era? This is the Davidic time. It's time for the David, ter- David, Lord. And when he wasn't warned, he got in trouble with the woman. Look. That man needed to fight, clearly. He needed to be in a fight every day of his life to keep him out of trouble. And some of us need to be in a fight every day of our lives to keep us out of trouble. See, we get creative. Eyes start wandering, mind start wandering, thoughts start wandering into things that will get you high and dry in trouble. And so David, see he should have been fighting. It's the Davidic era. It's the Davidic era. It's the Daniel prophet. It's a... What did Daniel do? Right. My God. He was wrestling in the high places.
0: The high places
2: with devils and demons and other gods and bowed down to this and bowed down to that and pushing back on the darkness and, and pushing back on the, the seducing spirits and all the way up to them, what? Convincing the king. Right. That using his Loyalty to God against him. See, no kingdom cried, baby. He wasn't crying. Talking about a lion, this is why I'm saying pray three times a day. I'm (laughs) sure (laughs) of (laughs) it. The more devils you take on, the more you better
0: be praying. Daniel was
1: over the devil. Daniel was over the devil. Over the devil. devil. You understand that Daniel was over. He was the the head of the president of the president his field was the uh, cult. Yep. he was the rock Mag, or rap Mag. Pick out which one you want. In other words, he's the Chief Magi.
2: Come on and break this down, Dr. Price, because now I know this is on your side, but so see. No, it's not. Okay, okay, we okay. Ever,
1: you, don't, you don't ever do my slides. You know? I don't ever do. That. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Okay,
2: so Chief of the Magi. Yes. Because the question, the question is, the
0: question is-
2: how are we
1: to rule over and not be influenced by? Well, Daniel established himself, first of all, in training. You know, however you do training, it's pretty much not going to tell you or record what you're going to do when you're in position. So Daniel, who is, you know, he's deported along with everybody else in the palace. We think he was just a novice, just sitting around. He wasn't. He was serving the king that just got, you know, it's wrong. And so he was serving the king, so was his three so were his three friends. So when Daniel was brought over, because what we don't know is high powers don't want newcomers. Say this one more time, please. Wow. Say this one more time. High powers don't want newcomers.
0: What?
1: Is that right? Anymore? Okay. And the reason being that you got newcomers that are going to be too naive, they have no experience, they're too weak, they are untested, they are untried. They don't know how to handle situations because they're unexposed or underexposed. A lot of times the, uh, the, the modern church puts overexposed people in who are underdeveloped.
0: Ooh.
1: So your daddy puts you out early. Your spiritual father puts you out early. So you are overexposed. But people are programmed in their minds to think that if someone big puts you out, they've already – and they're vouching for you. They've already tried you. They've already tested you. Well, we always have had a hope. We got babies put out by underdeveloped leaders mm-hmm. who themselves are overspoked. And they don't really care about God's reputation. They don't care about God's credibility. They don't even care about being useful to God's people, only that they are center stage. So now let's go back. So people assume that Daniel – because he was young, but you figure in that world, you could be 15 if everybody died at 30, 35, 40, you know, because the the, the gift of God was long life. And so they think that he's a kid. So Daniel, and and that's how they sell it, Daniel and his three friends. But Daniel wasn't. Daniel was already serving as a prophet for Israel. And God watched how he behaved within Israel's Defection and Israel's betrayal. Daniel obviously did not follow the crowd, mm. so that one him great, great, great God points with the Almighty. And so God already knew because Daniel could he could stand away from the trial. He could not be drawn in by trends. He could restrain himself, continue to do God. So we think that Daniel did something new when he got to Babylon. He did it. Daniel just got to Babylon, being Daniel, and God used that. History, his pattern of praying three times a day, his, his habit, his character. God used all of that, so he had already passed God's vetting, vetting and vetting. He had already passed. So God knew that wherever I send Daniel, Daniel's going to be faithful to me. Daniel's not, because if you could take the pressure of your whole nation turning on their God and turning on God's righteousness and law and still maintain your integrity. Same thing with David. David said, "But God, uh, he rewarded me according to my integrity, according to the cleanness of my hands in His sight." We lost sight of God's purview over us. So Daniel goes, and he's deported. Well, you think people are just magically found on corners? No, no, no. The king wants the the rule is that the king gets the best of the best, the top of the top, and everybody else gets the least of the less. So Nebuchadnezzar always wanted the best. Nebuchadnezzar was known for having a huge spiritual staff and having that time intelligence was not just technology and wiretapping. Intelligence were the prophets and the spiritual ministrants of the land. Their access and their view of all of the deities that that were at play because every time he took another nation, he took the deity. That's why him and God's fighting was so interesting. So there to find the best of the best. Well, they did. I mean, they, he, he asked around, he figured it out, and whatever. And so he found that Daniel and his three friends were the most faithful and loyal. You know, I look at the people getting involved in this whole agenda to take out the United States. I want you to understand that the people who, who are trying to get they're not going to want you because they already know you're betrayers. Damn. They already know you're traitors. So they're not going to want you in those seats that they're promising. (laughs) So you know, so Daniel was found faithful, and and leaders, monarchs want loyal people. Mm -hmm. So he finds them. So what does Daniel do? He puts them, they put him in Nebuchadnezzar's prophetic and spiritual training program. This is a royal program. Royal means it's not off the cuff. It's not overnight. It's not just in the weekend. It's, it's a program, a regiment, and it's a regimen where you are isolated. Because I was the way men, Jesus did it with the apostles, where you are isolated from everything else except the world that you're being groomed to rule in or to be. In. Mm-hmm. So isolated. This whole thing, we're going to go home at night and come back the next morning and go home, watch TV, do whatever we do, and come back, and that's not how they train. Military. military. And so 'cause as far as they concerned, everything was military because your land could be taken just like that. Mm-hmm. So Daniel turns around and they he he, he this is a residence one hundred percent residence training. Mm-hmm. And Daniel turns around. I love this, don't you love it? Yeah. So he turns around and he and so they, they everything is programmed, everything is regimented, the food, the McNeil, the times, everything. Right. Daniel somebody i food. Why? Because as a good prophet, he knew that the nations always fed their people food that they first blessed with their items. So he said, I don't want, I don't want this food. He also knew that they always had intoxicants in the wine to promote or provoke visions and dreams when people went to sleep in a drunken stupor. So he says, I don't want the wine. You know, like we got prophets now so proud of themselves and oh no, we do why We can sit up apostles sitting down there drinking harder than the people at the bar, talking about being free in Jesus. I'm talking about the ones in that other planet. I'm not talking about the ones in China. I'm talking about the ones. Yeah, the ultimate, the ultimate, ultimate universe,
0: you know. I'm talking about
1: them. But but Daniel knew that two things were supposed to happen. They would be converted to intoxicants.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then they would be fed whatever the herbs and potions and blessed things that were done by the, the enchanters and all of that, and that, that they would be nurtured. Their whole being would change mm-hmm. by the diet yeah. and the drink. Exactly.
2: <laughs> okay. okay, that okay? And, and now... I mean, when we talk about health plans and whatever, that you want to change your mind, change your diet. Yeah. You want to detox your brain of all of those other things, so you can, mm-hmm. when you do, you think clearly. Yeah. And how, uh, how much more um, influenced you are by suggestion mm-hmm. when you are high
1: exactly. and influenced by all these things. Exactly. And, and back then, obesity was a sign of fortune because it was a mirror where people starved all the time. So anybody who could gain weight and be plump was celebrated because that means that they had no lack of food. That means nourishment and all that weren't lacking. Right. So that's why Daniel said, wait a minute. He said, but the king will look at you in the beginning and think we're doing something wrong, and you're going to take my head. Mm-hmm. So Daniel turns around, and he says, i tell you what, I, it just let me eat, which is what he had, no pleasant food he just had, water and uh, veggies and meal, they, and, and, and they were raw. He did not have anything that was raw, I don't even think he had bread. But in any event, he had what came from earth, what, what they had to process, because everything was demonically and desperately processed, mm-hmm. so that all of the gods that were speaking into Babylon would have access to him, to his prophetic faculties, to his mind. Because we bless our food. We bless in our In the name of our God. Exactly. But they didn't just bless it. They put various things in the food, poaches, uh, you know, uh, hallucinogens and things like that so that they did. Yeah, everything was fine, you know. And so, and so that by the, at the end of three years, whatever they entered the program with, as with any program, objective and outcomes, whatever they entered would be different. They would be totally transformed into a Babylonian. Prophet or messenger or spiritual ministry. Come on,
0: Jesus, my God.
1: So when you hear me talk about what y'all watch, the movies you go to, and all of that, because those are also blessed too, or not, they whatever. Right. So we talk about that. People say to me all the time, I don't understand because Jesus drank. Jesus came as God. Come they could have gave Jesus a vineyard.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus gonna walk away like what? <laughs> It's all trying to get Superman high. Okay. <laughs> you don't want
2: to be Captain America but you're yeah. first one. He's like,
1: I can't even get, I can't it. Even get <laughs> it's Okay, yeah. but, but because he's Jesus, he comes with the spirit of his father, and we have the spirit of our father, which is all very mortal, very weak, very frail. Yeah. So, so Daniel said, uh, you know, the other is like, you don't understand. This, this king will kill me if you all don't look like right. mm-hmm. He said, listen, test it. So he tested them and found out that they, that the, the, the little that they ate made them fatter and fleshier than all of those who had the king's delicacies.
0: Right.
1: A lot of these prophets, young prophets, they were so proud of being called to this high-powered meeting and that high-powered meeting and this one's meeting and that. They were so proud of that. They didn't realize that it was a setup. Oh. Because so, you know a lot of those things they talk, you know, the Bible talks just about that. We talk about it, but Proverbs talks about wine distorts judgment, yes, yes. alcohol distorts judgment. Yes, right. That they can't, and, then, and when you right. look at you say, well, that's Old Testament but New Testament, and Timothy he said the same thing. And the yes. higher you are, the more you're told not to become intoxicated. Yes, yes. So Daniel obviously ate the class. He and his three friends yes, they yes. ate the class. They were the best of the best. Now, here's the thing. You would think that the eunuch the, the said they were the best. No, the unit referred them, mm-hmm. but never never quizzed them. Mm-hmm. That king wanted to make sure he knew exactly what you would say and how you would behave in his service. Right. Yeah. So he, he quizzes them, and he found them. You know, better than all of the rest, and 10 times, Daniel 10 times, and then he found out, reading that Daniel can decode dreams. Mm -hmm. Well, he needed that because most spirits came to you in dreams. If there's a prophet among you, I, the Lord, make myself known to them in dreams. And so, we, so that was, see, Daniel, you have to know the protocol of the kingdom to come up with a quality education and readiness program. So, Daniel turns around. And he so he gets he get putting he he's in service. But again, he's just one of many. But he proved the same habits, the same restraint, the same principles and morals he had when his country had strayed from God. He maintained those. So never can ever have a dream. God knows I don't care how many men put you in public, God knows you can get the thing done. Because we have got to come to terms with the fact that God's in it to win. Yeah. So when he allows you to go up as a failure, it is to eliminate you and to deprive his people of his wisdom and to judge them for not having it.
0: Well,
1: well, well. <laughs> <laughs> so Nebuchadnezzar never has this dream. And Daniel has already proven he's ten times better than all. You're talking about a realm that has, we don't know how many people in it and he's ten times better than all of them in all the realm, meaning it wasn't just Capital City great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was entire empire, empire great. Wow. So he, he got off in all his realm. He said he was ten times better. Ten times better than the best. Yeah. Ten times better than the collective.
0: Wow. That's
1: huge. Okay. But the Almighty God is like, I got to I got to make sure I'm still running this. This country, this country. See, they gonna kill my people if I don't. Right. Uh, so I got to put, I got to put my people at the top. Come on. So he put. So then the king has a dream, and the wonderful thing about uh, high leaders, they are used to liars and fakes. Okay. They can spark a liar. They can spot. Cause they, they, everybody, they done it. First of all, coming up, they were tricked by it. Then going forward, you know what they, they were, you know, they learned. They gained, they gained instinct. For truth and and um, lies and and exaggerate. So Daniel, right. he he's like, okay, I had a dream. The dream scared him, and it was a dream of the future that started with him and that would end with the end of the world. And so he's scared of that enough So he goes to this super stack He's got mm-hmm. okay. So you want to tell me and interpret this dream, Well, tell us the dream? No, I'm not gonna tell you the dream. No, no. I want you to interpret the dream. But how can we interpret a dream that we don't know about? He said, Oh, no, you're trying to deceive me. <laughs> so I'll tell you how this <laughs> going to work. <laughs> if you can tell me the dream, then I know you can give me the interpretation.
0: <gasps>
1: now that's t- now that, that moves out of the peak, and now we're <laughs> in the same time program. Okay? We're, we're in it. The so 1% of 0.5%. Because let me tell you, so he goes and he they said, but no in here ever, no leaders ever. I such and I understand of of and 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 blah blah. He said, I don't care what you say. If you don't tell me, I'm gonna start killing all y'all till somebody comes out for a drink.
0: Somebody
1: one by one, I'm gonna kill every one of you. Okay? So and, and, and so. bunker down there, going to the, te- to the temple over there, going to the high mountains, and they kill killing. I mean, they are slaughtering. away. And finally, they get to them. Blood is running all over the place. Woo! Finally, they Into the hills as we call it, and I said, "No, God can tell you that this is what really happened." So I said, "So," then you said, "Okay." So I finally got an answer. What's
0: mine? He, said, he like, yeah. <laughs> 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 "Well, because
1: that realm is our workplace."
0: Come on. Yes. 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 So we
1: ought to be able to retrieve from that world. We ought to have, we are declassified. The records are dis- declassified, so we ought to be able to go in and pull a file. Yes.
2: Come, come with the
0: master, you
1: know. See, this, this is when folks are talking about, master prophets. So I don't, I don't operate like this. This is where I'm stationed. I'm stationed here. I work from there, so I'm in God's office. See, if, if we don't get into Jesus' office, we'll never be good prophets the Bible, or messengers or ministry. The Bible stuff that in the days they were doing the we go to Bible, they called messiahship and office. See, I got to get into His office means office. So I had to get into his office. Or what did you come up with? with the prophet shit? And it's a word. Did you know it's a word? We found it. So Daniel, even though he was assigned, he was obviously set in Babylon, Daniel had access to God's office. And he said, there's a God in heaven that reveals secrets." secret. Can you imagine when he was back in Israel trying to tell him, "We we're blowing it. Guys, to get put out of here. I'm telling you, our God, Yahweh's hot, and he's, look, he's already, Okay, he's getting back on the way. Did you say, no. look, <laughs> and they couldn't hear because they were earth-bound messengers, earth-bound prophets, and earth has to have special access to him. Wow. And almost, so his countrymen and those prophets that he were in his, now did not have access, did not have clearance. And so, Daniel goes, and God tells him the the dream, and then gives him the interpretation. So he goes to the king. Because remember, kings back then, monarchs back then, were deities themselves in their own right. They became monarchs and rulers because the, the the gods of the land entered them. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you got a barrel.
0: Yeah, but yours is this
1: <laughs> <laughs> So. He goes, he's going to a king. So this is a live or die, do or die thing. So he gets the vision. He said, I thank you, Lord of heaven and earth, and I praise you for doing that. Because God has a plan. The man has a dream for God to literally deposit the future in the planet. But God has a bigger plan. I need to make sure my people aren't killed. So I have to put my people on top so I can regulate these devils that want to take out Israel. Now, they may be on punishment.
0: But they're not on death
1: row. Ah! On, <laughs> okay, yeah to... no, Okay. How about that? So I snap. I bang. I just okay. And see, a lot of times you think you you think because you're on punishment that you're on death row. There was no death sentence for the nation. So he, God is like, I have to keep my people alive. See, if you don't know God's motives, then His neck His method will get by you. So you keep, because we keep thinking our methods and our motives are what God is bound to. No, God allows that until we hit a destiny point. And when you hit a destiny point, he rises up and does sovereignty. That's when you realize you are but flesh.
0: Come on now.
1: Is that right or what? So Daniel goes, and he calls the, the head of the army and he says, hey, come, I got it, I got it. The guy's like, I'm glad. You know, hurry I'm glad. This just so I don't want to kill any more people. I'm, telling, I'm probably running bit of my own family. I got to kill him too. Okay, so I'm trying not to. So he goes, and he goes to the king. And the king said, can you tell me the dream and its interpretation? Things that I can't. So there's a God in him. See, the next thing is he's going to to give God the glory. Because, see, we don't want to give God the
0: glory. Come
1: on, We want everybody to think we're the big, bad
0: messengers,
1: you know. And he said, I can't, but there's a God in heaven, the God of my fathers. Mm. And so Daniel proceeds to tell him the dream. He said, told him the posture he was in for the dream. He said, uh, came to land on your bed, and thoughts came into your head. Come on now. And they came into your head about what's going to happen in the future because you've had such a great kingdom. What will happen after me? Will all my labor, labor be in vain? He said, and so from those questions, you got a dream. And out of the dream, from the dream, God inserted a vision. Wow. Oh, come
0: on here. wow.
1: And this is the vision. What? And he talks to him about the, the, the huge figure head of gold and he goes all the way down and he explains every part and every every metal and every color as an era and an age uh-huh. in human and, and on earth and in humanity uh-huh. all rules all the way down till we get from monarchy to democracies and republic oh,
0: yeah.
1: now. so he says he says so that's the vision you ask. so now let me get you into it okay. <laughs> And he, he interprets it for him, and he says, but this is you. So everything God's doing from now on, this man was a time changer. He was a, 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 a catalyst, an igniter, and all of those things, apocalyptic, all of that. He said, so now this is you. And he goes all the way down. He tells him the dream. And never connected never and, and, and say, because if you do, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Daniel said, you keep that. Because I didn't get this. I, I mean, I didn't come up with this. God did. But true leaders keep their word. That's why you know most of what we got in power today, not true. Wow. Because he promised them. That's why we, we have folks running on one ticket, turning into something else. All of that to deceive people to do whatever leveraging whatever they can for a seat. Wow. And the seat. Yep. And so he... he um, he he's, he's he said Nebuchadnezzar he does it, Nebuchadnezzar does what he said and promotes I'm gonna make you a president and this is the realm you're gonna be over. Yeah. So you're gonna do this palace stuff because the idea that prophets shouldn't have a job is ridiculous. Daniel was the high, one of the highest prophets they had. As a matter of fact, the highest prophet in the in in all of Babylon and every day he had to get up and go to work in the palace. Come on now. Right. Mm-hmm. And so Um, A lot's going to change in this future This new thing is going to change So now Daniel is chief Of all of the soothsayers and magicians And sorcerers He's chief Now If this were my class I would walk you through what that actually meant But God knew I can put him over all power He said and Daniel Won't sell me out they are just going to keep me as the head of this nation, the God of this nation. Now, Nebuchadnezzar, like all of them back then, polytheistic, Babylon is known to have as many as twelve to 20,000 deities that it served. But Daniel was to be over all of them. Think about what God must have done in this man. Because, see, we, we tell this story like he was, his prophecies were times better. His prophesies were ten times better. No, no, no. His mantleship, Whoa. his prophetship, yeah. was ten times better wow. than the best. See, when we see all, oh, you don't get it. So it's ten times better than the best. Right. Because you can't rule something that you're not better than.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, the best you get out of that is rivalry and competition. <laughs> okay So Daniel is 10 times better So then when a, when a witch worked the potion He told the deity whether or not They could have to effectuate it or not He called the shots On the astrologer He called the shots He decided whether or not the signs And the and horoscopes the were charted correctly Because he In order to do that Because the Bible said he was trained in all the wisdom of the Chaldeans Yeah, yeah.
0: come on Hmm. See, we scared of that. Yeah. We like, no, but I'm not this.
1: Uh-uh, Don't go 60.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: <laughs> don't it. But he, and, and understand when you got promoted, then when you failed, you either went to jail or to the grave, depending upon the gravity of your failure. When you say gravity came from grace, Oh, I didn't think that. Okay. <laughs> think that. Coming to the earth, <laughs> early in the earth. <laughs> <Now>. <laughs> so when you ask the question, I know I took the long way around, but I'm sure okay. that you understand. But when you ask the question about whether I mean how God knew Daniel wouldn't fall, God tracks you from your childhood.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Even your bad decisions, like they sincere and genuine just devoid of wisdom and knowledge, right. he, know, he watches how you handle them. He watches how you flip and flip around uh, uh, with this. You go up here, you're over here, you follow this. He watches how you change your message again and again and again. He watches who you have supper with. He watches who you, who you hang out with. He looks at the friends you choose and the people you gravitate toward as well as those who gravitate toward you. See, All of those are in your profile before the Holy Ghost. Like I pay close attention, and she'll tell you I do, to how the alliances that are formed in my organization—they tell me a lot. Yes,
0: they
1: do. They tell me a lot. And so I pay attention to that, and I pay attention to what you do with your work. We started this out talking about private,
0: (laughs) 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 but I forgot. And
1: we talked about cry, People who whine all the time and cry all the time and blaming and fussing and say, I don't want that around me. I will always move that. So that's your way back up to
2: the end. Because
1: that is the, if it's not a devil, it is actually weaponry for a devil. Today you're on, tomorrow you're on. I need you tomorrow as well as today. I got a big thing coming that you don't know about, and you become my obstacle. You become my defection. You become my inability to do what I have to do. So I don't play with that because when you're at, the higher up you get, the more you need to know everything and anything can be weaponized That's right. That's right. against you. It all is about causing you to fail. It's all about causing you to miss your moment. It
0: That's right.
1: from, the, from, you know, your, your personality, your demeanor, People who don't like you. We did a, a ministry. I, I learned it the hard way because, you know, with God, you're not going to learn everything you got. done. Children, I'm so i shake my shoulders So I had a wonderful opportunity to minister at a very great church in uh, in Texas, and it was a great opportunity, really wonderful. But I had an armor bearer who was meaning and me.
0: Now,
1: she was all like me, but she was meaner than me, told everybody off, made everybody not want to be around her. So I'm in this great meeting, and I'm sitting down having lunch, and we're having a conversation, and this olive bearer is cutting up. I mean, really cutting up. And so um, and, and so my, one of the people who was with me saying, you need to get rid of that olive bearer because she won't, call, she won't shut a lot of doors on you. I said, well, right. so she's going to shut a lot of doors on you. He said, as a woman, and she was a cop for She said, because she's me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she said, I listen to her. I watch how she snaps people around and how she talks to this and she does that. And she said, the no, only reason I'm telling you is that you won't know why people won't have to do that. you back. Wow. Truth.
0: said,
1: this. You need to to that. <laughs> that was her last trip. I'm talking to somebody out there today. You need to really check your armor mirrors, because sometimes it's not your word. It is not what you did. It's not oh your preaching, but it's what so you're doing in the back. Yeah. I have a strong, strong faith. I mean, and that door shut. Yeah. Because too many of the leaders that she didn't know were leaders were offended. Oh. So that door shut. And has not ever opened again. And they were wonderful people to me, but they were like, see, this is what people say. You can't pick good people. You can't pick a leader. You can't pick a winner. You can't pick a servant. So no matter how great your word is, you either can't pick it or you can't train it. You can't convert it. Don't y'all like this? See, because they don't tell you. In other words, you've got all of these great gifts you have given, laid down your lives for these pastors or these ministers. You've done all of that, and they never promote you. They never use you. They just put you off to the side, and you never know why. Yeah. Your demeanor, your personality, your persona, and it's not a matter of them judging or not judging you. It's about them guarding and protecting that which is trusted to them by God. That's have to guard access. I have to guard my access.
2: Oh, somebody. Oh. A girl, daughter, a All right. oh, can I talk now? Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. And that is the absolute truth, because this is why our training program is so rigid and really so unforgiving yes. in a lot of ways. Because, like you said, that door never came back around again, yes, ever. And how, I mean, I've been on trips with you <laughs> where they thought I was your young daughter over there just along for the trip. It was completely dismissed. Yep. Yep. And if we were different kind of people, mm-hmm. I mean, you could really take that. I've We've been on trips where somebody really didn't want to honor their word that they inspired, and they were texting back and forth between their person and accidentally texted me, replied to me, mm-hmm. working on transportation, and I said, I don't think you realize that this text message came to me mm-hmm. and not the person you sent it to. And they went into panic mode mm-hmm. because they realized, yeah. what have I just done? Mm-hmm. What have I just done? And just a minute, I mean something like that. The text message to the Simple. wrong person, mm-hmm. and all of that. Somebody walking past your office door and hearing you mouthing off, and and like you said, obviously on those trips. So mm-hmm. yeah. this is why you say if you act up here, yeah,
0: right. no
2: traveling is by invitation only. Mm-hmm. And, Thirdly, and me invitation
1: only. well right. Invitation,
2: Always. audition,
1: Always. probation. Mm-hmm. And and the thing that I want you to know is that you all, because we've been raised with the same celebrity consciousness, high person, highest person. So we're raised with that. That's how the church has been raised. But understand, I assign them to tell me who I can trust. Right. I assign them to make recommendations, just like Nebuchadnezzar did. That eunuch's job was to make sure that the that the king's time was not wasted on those who could not pass his quiz. Bible
0: said
1: he interviewed everybody and everybody who not everybody that was in the class, he interviewed everybody that the eunuch said was qualified or at least eligible. So you can blow off, because we have this thing where we're going to blow off the number two, blow off the number three, blow off this one, blow off that one. I got folks that won't work with her. They have no idea that if you don't work with her, I'm going to tell you. Come on now. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm very serious about it. Why? Because this woman has given me 20 years of her life. Come on now. So I'm not going to take that and tr- and crush it because you don't realize that the 20 years 20 years that I got were good And so you do that. Let me tell you, and I'm talking to you online, leaders watch how you treat their people.
0: Yes, they do. Just
1: like people watch how you treat your leaders. Because that's what you do. So when you decide, I'm just going to ignore Minister Norma or Prophet Norma, I'm going to ignore, you know, Apostle Ashley, I'm going to ignore PIT Rachel. I'm just going to ignore them because they're nobody. Right. Uh Uh-uh. Leaders. If that's are if they're trained themselves, they go through a lot to pick the right person because the last thing we want near us is problems.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't want problems folks near me because I already got to pay for the people with problems that I raised up for. Right? That's just one more problem I don't need. Now, if you are a problem with great potential, if you want to be a problem, you better be super. Uh, but they say that in executive
2: books.
1: You better be super. If
2: you're eccentric, if you're weird, if you're whatever, you better be super. good at what you do that your leader above you is willing to overlook but also I don't think people understand that people like in my position in our position who work with you for a long time we know your thoughts can at least concerning the the litany of things based on proximity Mm -hmm. so you know if I say when I say to somebody don't bring that to Dr. Price like that that's not going to work. But you're so in love with the way you do things. It's easy to think that someone in my position is just being whatever. So when you bring it to her, she's like, did no. they tell you? <laughs> <laughs> and on my other words, they should have <laughs> told. told you. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know "No, You the No, we're I look at her as if to say, So you let that what? And i schedule scheduled a meaningful work? No, so I'm not doing that. And I don't need it because the reason you choose help is to offload you, not overload. You. And some of you all, a lot of attendants just overload you with burdens and overload you with problems and overload you with issues that you have already purged out of your life and got out of this. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to start all over again. Mm-hmm. I told God I don't want any more novices. No, no, no. I'll stay with you guys because it's too much work and it sets me back. Right. You know, I forgot you didn't tell me. I didn't know. Nobody said. I don't want to hear that. One of the things you're supposed to be as a problem solver. You're supposed to anticipate. You're supposed to be in my. You're supposed to be in my next month. This was in my next month. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to hear that. I mean, nobody said anything. Novice. That's all I know. Give me that excuse. Come on, please give it to me. Tell me.
0: When well, told me, nobody
1: said I didn't know. And what is my least favorite? I didn't know. Don't tell me that. Your job is to find out. And if I have to, if I have to remind my brain and your brain, one of our brains is unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, that was your
0: favorite line. But
1: if I'm doing your job, I don't need you. then I don't need you. <laughs> no. See how this works. Now I don't, we, now we do mean, but, but 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 never can never have what we don't want to accept. Can I say this?
0: Yes.
1: Is that top people don't start with novices and neophytes and apprentices. They start with the accomplished. Yes. They start with the achieved. They, you know, they start with somebody who's always at the top of where they are. It's just that that top is below where they that person is. Yes. And can I say, too, that
2: good leaders, because I've seen people, you you talked this before, and then they will not do the work that you did and still demand the fruit of their people. For example, uh, you, now, she's our first change Elite. Now, back in the day, oh, we had leadership training every, every Sunday, Sunday after mm-hmm. church. What well, we get first Sunday, we had every Sunday after church. She prepared, books, PowerPoint, studied training so when she said you should be able to figure this out it's also been because you have equipped us exactly and armed us to be successful in our job so when we come with that kind of thing it's like oh you're just being lazy you didn't retain you didn't go back and study and you did not and you're still not a leader who steps out there expecting people to read your mind when they can't find it anywhere because a lot of leaders have people under them that want they want their people to do their thinking for them and to do everything for them and they'll say well dr price said you just need to whatever but you train equipment we have notebooks, binders worksheets lectures training powerpoints research things that we have followed assessments that we have that we can follow so we can follow your line of thought which is extremely consistent and i want to thank god for it, because trying to find somebody who is willy-nilly all over the place is just so frustrating, but um, and so the, the teamwork involved with that, so you can stand up here and say, and people like you are like this. Mm-hmm. You can't have this level of accomplishment and not be that. Yeah. You don't trip up on this kind of success. You want have a one-hit wonder, but that does not equate to an empire, mm-hmm. and so when you're sitting on what you are sitting on and have done the work that you have done, you can say people like you, which is what you're talking about, are people in that strata, not just people at the top of something, Mm-mm. but those who have worked and earned and built to say, So, Because you've seen it, leaders
1: who will say, well, I tell my people the same thing and they don't deliver anywhere, and you're like, but you don't well, you don't deliver for God, so people aren't going to deliver for you.
0: Well,
1: you will only get people to deliver for you when you deliver for God. So if you feel like leadership is you telling everybody what to do, barking orders and, and whatnot, whatever. that's boxing, that's not leading. Woo! Because people follow, the reason that God uses the word leader is because you're out front, you're conspicuous, you're saying, Not running out the door, going home, laying down on the phone, sending texts, and carrying all of that. No, no, because you know people are doing that. Not, and so, but see that telepathic leadership,
0: those are the people
1: who want you to you know they want you to be telepath I need you to read my mind I need you to pick up my spirit pick up my back that's lazy yes. unenlightened leadership that is the leader who would do either assume or presumed upon the position or somebody put them in a position for uh, for emotional sentimental reasons because when you are a leader the whole key to leadership is that you're out front
0: my
2: god.
1: If you're never around, then you are the follower. Now, nobody's telling you, but you're the follower. Because all the people who's out front, the one who's gotten everybody going their way, that's the leader. You may have the title, but that's the leader. You know, in our organizational assessments, because we do organizational assessments where we assess groups. Mm -hmm. And in the assessment, we, we, we take all of your your leaders, those that you want to be in that group, and we treat it as a single person, the way God treats Israel as a single person, the way God treats the church or, or, or the elect as a single person, the man Christ Jesus. So we treat them as that, and then we assess them. And we assess them, and there is a, 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 a good body of information that comes from the assessment which is talking about how they behave as a collective, how they behave as a unit, because people behave differently in groups. There are a whole different set of information, there's a different set of protocols, and there are also a lot of unspoken, unspoken rules, unspoken uh, uh, patterns, and unspoken behaviors that are implied, and that are assumed by the followers because of the strongest personality. And we have found in doing this that the strongest personality is not always the one who has been appointed. So then we have a portion of the the assessment that says, if we take out this person, this is how the group changes. If we put this person back and take out this person, this is how the dynamic goes. And so we do that all the way through so that you'll know the complexion and the potential of your group. And and, 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 uh, just for the record, I don't do it for free, so don't ask me. I just want you to do it, and the Lord told me, you don't know. I'm not doing it. The Lord didn't tell me that. The Lord said, the Lord The (laughs) Lord said, I found out Jesus came out. So we do it, and so what we find out uh, is that we had, if you don't mind, we had a group that we did, and the group was highly prophetic. We put the pastor in, who's an apostle, and the group became apostolic. He took the pastor out, and it was still prophetic. What does that mean? The apostle was with a group of prophets who should have been just prophets. But you should know that. We have a section in there that says that talk about mental appeal and mental attraction. Mm -hmm. We talk about that. Because you, you, many of you all, you you know, most times in churches in order to say, we take what comes and hold on to what stays. (laughs) That's all we got. You know, you came, you show, oh, you keep showing up, we got something it. You know, but vision and purpose, direction and guidance, none of that. In other words, and what we find out is who's disconnected with the mission, who's disconnected with the vision, because it'll show up in their callings and in their responses. We can tell you what the collective emotional intelligence and sentiment of the group is, so that when you're sitting down trying to talk these high concepts and the people are like, you're not attracting so you have to find out what your what your methods are because you're not attracting for your mentorship. you're not attracting for your vision for your calling and then we turn around and say, collectively because of the leadership this is the type of church you have we've had churches that are we going we gonna win a, a million souls to Jesus Christ got about one, of them that's one, that's one not one outreach herald news carrier <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> years ago in our own organization
0: when,
2: I, okay, when <laughs> this was when we were uh the guinea pig rounds. Dr. Price said, Okay, it's time for a guinea pig testing when she was building each one. So for the ministry assessment questionnaire, the MAQ, we were having at that time this was about 13 eh, thirteen, fifteen years ago, having such a hard time with people wanting to not be bossy. Everybody tells somebody what to do. Nobody wants to be the person who has to do it kind of thing. And so she said, I'm going to put all of you through the assessment. And what we found out was in the group, only one person came up to help ministry. Only one. Which is why only the one person who always wanted to help was helpful. <laughs> and everybody else was leader, it was this, it was that. And we said, too many chiefs in the Not enough people following. And but the assessment shows that that was, Actual. Mm-hmm. Although we still had to teach people how to serve, though.
1: You still got to serve. But right. Jesus has to serve oh, Thank you. Okay. But we had we then knew how to shift our approach to shepherding, but also to to developing. Because when you drop when you attract that many people, that means that you have a multi multi-faceted ministry where you've got a lot of people that once you train them correctly, you can send them out to plant work. Because a lot of times you send out people to plant works who can't do anything but.
2: Yes, let's put a plug in here for the assessment. You can go to ppm Assessment. We just changed the website. ppmglobalassessment.com is the web address for the assessment. Uh, PPM Global Resources is now the website just to go to your resource. Yes. but you can also get anywhere from drpaulaaprice.com
1: to take assessment. Now, if you're a group, two things I want to say because I found that. Uh, far too often the leaders won't take an assessment and you want me to do a group assessment, but how can I, what do I measure them with? If you don't take the assessment and if your results are not current, how can I say what type of people you're drawing, what type of mentorship you have in your organization? So if you want a group assessment, do not send your people and stay home. Okay, you need to take it. Now, let's tell you something that is really powerful. And as yet, we've not had any group. No, I'm sorry. We've only had two groups who wanted to invest in it. We have something called your uh, organizational compass. And it is a compass that tells you exactly how to build your nation. It tells you from from the vision, based on the people that you have or what you attract, because there is a different segment for what you attract. And so... Based on what you attract, it will tell you if you stay with this group or based on how your results are, okay, but, but based on how your results go, this is what your compass is. Now, if you go going to revamp, if you're going, a lot of us, we have opportunity to revamp and restart because, well, God has stopped us and restarted us. So this is a great opportunity for you to do this. And if it's worthwhile, great organizations don't go in the blind, which is unfortunate about churches. Churches love working in the blind. We don't call it the blind. We say a minute. It's a hundred. No, it's blind. Blind faith is wonderful, but blind faith still needs conspicuous facts.
0: Ah!
1: Tangible facts. And so, you know, Jesus did not just operate on blind faith. You understand that the man came here as an expert in humanity. He came here as the maker and creator. He already knew. He knew the devil. He knew the spirit. He knew. He knew why. Uh, what devil made death? What devil made you? He knew that. So he's operating on a highly informed yeah. platform of an experience of the creation that he made so he knew how to even modulate his voice for different things because he the, the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. so the fact of the matter is a lot of these pastors you're leaving your, your ministry because you went on blind faith
0: uh-huh.
1: you're leave you don't want to I don't want to serve I don't want to shepherd because that's why you went into all of those answers but this conference will tell you this here works for you we have an amazing one for a, a, a how to, and of course for how to found and maintain an apostleship church we have one for a prophetic church yeah. because of you, you can't just go with just one type. and that's what we've been doing you know so everybody's evangelical everybody's charismatic everybody's word of faith everybody's denominational, or everybody whatever and you're doing all of this and you're doing all and you're following the program, but it's not yours. You know, just because we have a, 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 a you know close to a million of people with type B blood doesn't mean everybody's the same type B. Because there are other variables and other factors that have to be considered when you are trying to build an organization. So you may have, you may have a bunch of type B, but you've got some allergen things that you don't know about. You've got some DNA variables and markers and things like that. You've got some latent this and dormant that. But the causes, you know, I'm always, you know, it, it, I wish I could get the, the, the organizations don't go to the business. They usually stop that. Okay, this is enough.
2: Well, it's, you know, very few leaders, at least at this point, are willing to say I don't have the whole vision or the way I thought this vision was to be executed is in fact not the best way no because uh, I remember a church who did get it and well, there I don't know if that actually got that but their results said that they were better suited to be a training center than a church but the and they is. ended up shifting okay and they ended up shifting their whole organization to that and saw completely different results because like you said, we're taught, if, if you hear ministry, you go into ministry, it has to be this model. It has to be this way. And so it is, it is I mean, the, the results are just mind-blowing to
1: see. You, you did this for a leader one time, and they said, I always attract weird people. Yes, they did. And you know what? The assessment said, this man attracts weird people. And, the, and so not because you walk away What's the truth. And they did not use that mic, but it's an anomaly.
2: <laughs> I think that's an Anomaly. is so many in your history. But, I mean, that to me is like a leader who should have had a counseling Therapy minutes, and <laughs> therapeutic ministry because you attract people who need therapy i mean like overwhelming numbers of people meaning that that therapeutic aspect of who they are didn't have the correct outlet to
1: really help those people exactly and the interesting thing about it is that when you hear your, your people you almost think something's wrong with you know this person is highly empathic yes. and highly empathic people leaders have a different dimension of, of, of appeal. So you think that something is wrong with me because people are coming. People are coming because they think you can heal. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So it's not, there is no negative report because God's body needs a whole lot of work and, uh, and, and it needs to be not just sectored, but it also needs to be segmented. And so we do, I mean, we've had it. We had one guy that said, I just need you to tell me how that computer told me my whole life. Yes. I just need you to tell me that. You know, <laughs> I had
2: somebody yesterday actually? She said, "This is telling me my whole life. You are telling, you are talking my
1: whole life right now." Yeah. And so I would, I'm offering for those of you who say, "Well, you know, I, I've got nothing else. This is it. I mean, my people are not coming back or are coming back or whatever." And, and, and the thing that I like about the assessment is that we take the carbon copy option off the table.
0: Yeah.
1: This may be a trend. But is it for your people? Are you attracting the the, the the raw ingredients, the raw materials for this trend? Because, see, you're, you're dealing with people. They're dealing with prevalence, what's prevailing. What, and that depends on who's doing the, the polling, really. But I will say that that's an apostle's job. You know, and we, we, we've heard apostles say that, and a lot of good ones out there who say, yeah, but we're supposed to, place the this song, but I'm not, I'm doing it objectively and not just intuitively or instinctively. I'm doing it objectively. I'm the third party to say, you know what? I know that you want to do You want to do a million souls for Christ. I'm telling you, God is not giving you people to make that happen. So you're throwing all of this money at missions and all of this money overseas and all of this money here and there. And you know what? Your people are actually a political church. Come on because it'll tell you if your church is political. Yes, and, you know, we've had the dirty word, ooh, that's not God. That's it, because if you see Jesus, is, and read Hebrews 8, 2, where Hebrews talk about Jesus being a minister of the, of the sanctuary, the word minister there is not diaconate. It is rhetorical, which is a public official over, over people and population. You can read it in my dictionary. We talk about my dictionary. So, because, you, know, you know, people, you, you you can't assume that you know everything someone knows or that you know the journey that God brought people on for the Daniel moment in their life, for the David moment in their life. Nobody understood why David was such a hero, such a winner, but David had to go through and be drugged through the mud to sit on the throne of Israel. Why? First of all, the person he was replacing was a mess. And left the nation in shambles. So he needed to have a whole lot of experience and expertise to bring this thing up out of the ashes. That's the first thing. Secondly, God, because the person was terrible, God was mad with the nation. So he had to come up with some good ways to sugar up the Holy Ghost because God is like, I'm I'm, I'm upset. No. (laughs) But God always, always picks the solution with the judgment and the punishment. So the, the Savior is always included in God's judgment. The Redeemer, the Rescuer is always picked first. So David was chosen before Saul knew he was going to be a mess. Come on. Come on. You got to know the mind of Christ. You gotta, we're so busy taking a mind of Christ as a Sunday service and our favorite song, we don't realize that this man is the sovereign of creation. He has a mind about being a sovereign, mm-hmm. not just about being a servant. And a suffering one at back. So, when we go forward, I don't know about you, but those are some important things. I'm going to encourage you to check out the organizational assessment, the group assessments, because whether your group is five yeah. or more, whatever, it's still when they come together, they literally form a different being. Not just entity, being because the, 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 all of the rules of, of, of interpersonal skills and interactive dynamics they all come into play and they exert that in your organization one of the things that i like about it is how well this group um functions under pressure we we measure that now this group here i'm okay, going to tell what and it's important so when pressure happens the person with the most influence is going to tell, going to have the, most, the first negative report. This is a guy. We don't know why we have to do this. It doesn't make sense. I mean, come on. We don't have, I mean, we serve and we volunteer. I mean, what do they think of us? See, the first person to talk is the one who tells you what the group is going to do next. So you need to know. So, and then this is the person that says, well, I'm not coming or I'm not staying. And so, what does that mean? That means, uh, you know, X amount of times your annual event, your your big moment, this this group is going to follow, falter, and follow the leader. And so, and then, or even you'll put a leader over them who has absolutely no appeal to the group. That's pretty bad. Or you have somebody over them who. Just is disliked by the entire population. We just don't like them. They just don't, they don't answer well. They don't, you know, they don't care, whatever. So you need to know that. So we'll say something like five out of ten times, this group as a unit, now the individuals may do it, but as a unit, they will not complete with you. They won't perform up to your task. Wouldn't it be nice to know? Now, is this, now, so let me just say something I think we should bring this part up. This is not for you to hire anybody. This is for reassignment purposes. Yes. Because all it's saying is that what you thought they could do or the measure in which they could do it is not not equipped or not qualified or of the caliber you need for what you're trying to accomplish. But if you are going to do a group organization, you need to be part of the group because you are the baseline. You're the plumb line. You're the premise. You're the foundation because we're measuring the people by the people and not by the, and not by the leaders. That's good. If you are interested in sending a group through,
2: email us at admin at ppmglobalresources.com before you send anybody uh-huh. through the pipeline, uh-huh. before you do it, because we will actually set up an account for you, a name for your group, links for your group, all that kind of stuff, so that when those results come in, they will be filtered in and we need the names. There's just uh, some administration that needs to happen to keep it in order, because here's what happens. Other people from the organization will hear about it, and they'll take the assessment, they'll hear about the organization, (laughs) but they might not be in your leadership team. And so we wanna make sure that only those that you want to uh, get the profile for the leadership are included in that. So it's very, very, very important that you, as the leader, the person who makes the decision. Yes, thank you. Prophet Charlie puts me on this so as well. Admin at You probably got to her about mm-hmm. this. Um, she's the one who makes the decision. is her. the chief prophet and she's the chief accountants on the accounting for the organizational dynamics of the assessments and so you want to do that so you as a leader gets all the information if you're somebody in a church right now who's watching it you're not the decision-maker you want to take your assessment right now you're part of the leadership team okay whatever but just understand when the group comes through, we need to know that you just took your assessment, you need to be a part, so there is that. And, you know, I what I love about the assessment, too, even you said they're not for firing people because they're not, but they're for appropriately placing. We have somebody right now who is in the uh, training program for one office because they were told this is who you are, somebody put them problem. in, and they were under uh, another profit, put them in, do kind all of stuff, to find out that is not their office, that is not their support, that is not their environment. It actually does not register mm-hmm. as anything dominant, but they always knew it. Yeah. They knew. Mm-hmm. You know, people all over the place, they said from sunup to sundown, they told them, you're a prophet, you're a prophet, you're a prophet. Within themselves, they knew, I'm not a prophet. Took the assessment and it said, you're not a prophet. And you know what they're like? Bring <laughs> <Freaked> stop <up. laughs> Because... I was getting nervous about being... I to be just uh, okay. That's <laughs> exactly what they said. They said, I just don't receive the word. Now, they said, if I pray, if I come out of intense intercession, I can hear from God. But that whole other piece that other prophets do is not me. No matter what I do, it is not me. And I tell you what, it was a relief. Like, okay. And now... <laughs> what position
0: <laughs> like,
1: in order to develop the mantle that I walk in? Well, and it's, I'm glad that you mentioned that because then uh, the PAQ, and i think speak a little bit of the MAQ. We have this level, for example, you may not be a prophet, but you may be a prophesier. Yes, if you may not be, a, and you may only be a prophesier because you're an intercessor. This person. God, that prayer yeah. intercession opened up and released a word of a prophecy, a prophesier, because a prophesier can't invoke the word. They cannot make the word happen. They can only announce. They're the herald. Yeah. Yeah. So they're very heralded. So that's a prophesier. And you need special, and the second will say, well, you know, you need particular to get stimuli in order to get a word from the Lord. A prophet is like the person at the bank. They do not have to go into a home office to try to figure out how to take care of the positive processes. Right. So that's one of the things. So, And then we found that there are people who are put in the prophet's office because they can respond to their stimuli. Yeah. But what happens is they only have that as a, as a, a support for there in succession For example, here's how it works. I can give you a little bit of an example. So you're praying. You're praying for me. You just love me. So much. Come on, come on, come on, come on. And then when you finish, that's an acting That's an Every right now and then we have to let it come
0: out.
1: And so what happens is you're finished praying. Now, i will sat there and listen to you go on for however long you went on. I'm expecting food. I'm expecting something. So this is what you'll say. You know, as I was praying, the Lord showed me. It may mean nothing to you as the Interceptor, but it's answering me. You have to give me some intelligence from this prayer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Come get some intelligence from this prayer. Because you give me these information, a drop of data? <laughs> what,
2: I, what I love about the prophetic attitude questionnaire is, and uh, I was watching online and I think she is a living witness, um, that sometimes people will take that because they so want yeah. it. It's intuitive enough to say you need to take another assessment.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so I have somebody this week who took it by accident. They clicked on the link, you know, something in the email, we're running a sale, whatever. And they said, I didn't even need to take this assessment. They for it. I'm like, well, let me take it. I know I'm not a prophet.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Came up on the beginner level, and you know what it told them? You were not a prophet. Mm-hmm. Your score is indicating that you are most likely suited mm-hmm. to a different office or different manifestation. Take the MAQ. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, well, this is great that it said that because I'm not I I'm not. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I, I
1: think that's really important to say, too, because it does indicate. It's a tricky. And people try. You know, especially when you look at somebody like me, you say, surely this one woman could not have divine and developed all of these assessments.
0: Surely, I
1: did through hell. Oh,
0: Baby, I still got scars. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, i I'm going to take to my grave. I still got scars. But I had to do it. What happened was I was 100% consumed by the Holy Ghost. And Jesus brought me into his office. See, I'm going to keep saying that. Because, see, we don't have an author, that he doesn't have oh, okay. So, you like those things?
2: Thanks.
1: Yes, I did. And,
2: and something else that people, this is like the Miss thing. thank you. Something else that people have thought, some have thought, well, Dr. Price was a prophet dictionary. She's an apostle, and so it's only going to tell you if you are a prophet or an apostle or something like that. No, no, it is all in there. This assessment will tell you if you're called to the sphere of business and finance, the political arena, leadership, in the church, out of the church, education therapy. education, therapy, all of that. If you are a prophet en route to the office of the apostle, if your scores hit it the right way and your your choices, I should say, not your score, your choices indicate that you are, that will be show up. Mm-hmm. And then if you're not, it will say, there's no indication, even though you're apostolic, there's no indication that you will transition into the office of the apostles. And so, I mean, it is very,
1: It, amazing. it is amazing. And, and, and let's, let's go with that. Um, one of the things that you should know is that we have a, a habit, a penchant, if you will, a proclivity of making anybody with anything apostolic as we recognize it or identify it an apostle, this assessment has two reports it will return. The first one is you are apostolic and you would do well to work with a bishop, work with a a prophet, work with whatever, the network. And so it will tell you that. And then the the next one is right now you're showing up apostolic, but your, your answer choices indicate that you are in root two beyond. You, you know, if the church ever got a hold of something like this and took it seriously, we, we would have a lot less misplaced people,
0: yes, yes,
1: you know, because see, to you, it's like, you know, if you are an underdeveloped prophet or you're, and I call these people, you know, prophecy enthusiasts, because <laughs> we have these prophecy enthusiasts, they just love running up and down the speak getting prophecy because they're enthusiastic about it. To you, this is not a medium. And to you, it's not an instrument. To you, it's an entertainment. And you literally are performing for accolades, not for God, to get people where they need to go. And so when we start teaching about this, the prophetic, the high the threefold, you know, when we start teaching about this, then, you know, we have to break this down. Why do you all want to continue standing in the dark when the work is done? Why do you want to continue just, you know, well, I don't want to offend somebody and I don't want to do that? No, but you're going to offend your future. You're going to offend your destiny. You're going to offend your body. Do you realize that the cost, I will never forget when the attorney was, was uh, evaluating the assessment for, for patents and all of that, I'll never forget what you said. He said "But the cost of a misplacement doesn't show up for three to five years. Three to five years, because this guy was Christian and he was a really good Christian. You know, to be an attorney I was like, boy, you you're calling. And so he said, Meanwhile, in that three to five year period, you don't know how many members you lost, you don't know how many people are wounded, you don't know how much money was lost, you don't know any of the fallout until it becomes major. And when it becomes major and you look back at the so-and-so family who did not want to return, you look back at the does what want leader who just stepped down without any explanation, yeah. and all of that, and then it's, it's after the fact that you find out that this person you had in position was detrimental to everything you were doing and that they held different views, and so they had their canned facade for you. But behind the scenes, because, you know, you can only fake it for so long. Sure. After a while, bakery becomes fatiguing.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and you get that bakery fatigue, and you're like, I can't, I just
0: got time to eat.
1: Okay? So then you don't know. Meanwhile, you could have lost funds. You could have lost all kinds of opportunities. I told you about the armor bearers that I had and, and all of that. So what if you were able to... See that this person's emotional intelligence quotient was way beneath what they could fail. Yeah. Did
2: it all. We had pastor years ago, years, years, years ago, who all these people vowed to invest, mm-hmm. to partner with Dr. price to do whatever, people like the and none of them did it, and found out later that this leader was the reason their business practices, their whatever, through all kinds of red flags of. And, now, and how long did it take for you to find that out after the fallout had happened, after the loss had happened? And, of course, we're walking around confused, talking about how can you have these kind of prophecies on this side and these
1: kind of promises over here and these kind of results. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And you're walking around dejected, and you don't know what went wrong. And, and I'll tell you the truth. Three apostles came into one of our events and said, we need to move him. They did. They prophesied. And so, and I was okay with what they said, but I'm thinking, how am I going to remove this guy and I don't have any hard data, or facts or anything? And none of the people who were being affected by him, or in our case, disaffected by him, yes. were speaking out. They were covering him. They would not tell me what he was saying, that he was having private meetings and he was wow. doing all of these things. Wow. Nobody told. And so that's why I have a problem with our comprehension of confidentiality. Right. I got a problem with that. Because, see, you, somebody's going to win and somebody's going to lose. That's right. But when you find out later that you could have averted a crisis in an organization that the Lord wants, that's something different. Now, I don't go with cattle care. I really don't. I don't metal tail bearing. I don't go with that. So when you know something is getting ready to puncture and rupture an organization, yeah. you ought to be able to speak up. So we created in our organization ways for them to do that. But, I mean, I can't even say how many times. And then you are me, okay, because I'm the unexpected person. You know, I don't look the part. I don't stand. I'm nothing. <laughs> i, I done nothing. I'm God's secret weapon. I'm a secret and come on. He ripped me up in a whole other line. I'm telling you. But the same is for you. Yeah. But people don't expect it or they don't believe that I did it. It's not until people get on our inside. Like you all, when y'all got on the inside, you were like, oh, this is when we really did this. Yes. And so, do you remember, Dr. Gail, when we introduced you to the assessment? She was like, oh, this is real. <laughs> we took her into the so she was part of the school. She's part of our school
0: took her to the back
1: office, you know? <laughs> like, oh. Okay. And so the reason is that God always sends the solution, the Savior, the rescuer with the judgment. And I said it, otherwise like he's not alpha and omega. He's either going to be alpha and omega or he's going to be caught up in the, in the swell that Satan creates. And I don't see our God doing that. And so when we think about who, how do we fix this, how do we fix how do we check? First of all, we fix it by looking at the equipment, looking at the materials, looking at the instruments and the resources, you know, and then look from there, looking first before that, looking at methods, looking at the methods that we have. Let's look at our accessible uh, uh, criteria. What are we calling a minister? What are we calling a, a, a uh, devoted person? What are we calling a safe person? You know, I've got a lot of unsaved people who have been put up because the pastor thought that it was expeditious for their church vision. And they figured, well, we'll get you saved along the way. You know, people don't always get saved on the road. You know, the road the Damascus doesn't always save
0: everybody.
1: Okay? It just doesn't happen. And so as we go forward and we're looking at these, these assessments and, 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 and the fact that we need to do it. I, want, I feel like I'm a little bit remiss about not offering you my book, Assessing Your Prophetic Self. we got a lot of books around here. Mm-hmm. You know, we just got books that we're kind of with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Amen. <laughs> Thank you. This is my latest book, and it's pretty much how can we talk about assessment and we don't tell you about it. So let's say this whole thing is fine. I've had, over the years that we've done this, we had so many people tell us that that's the world. I was like, do you realize that the world was once Christian? Right. No. Well, I welcome <laughs> to a shocking revelation. So before secularity got it, right. God gave it to Christians. So we're just going back to our first foundation. And they accept. When you look at some of the educational programs they had right then, you couldn't end up with anything but a degree in Jesus. And then devil spoke up and said, Hold on. Hold on. And some of their kids got upset. I don't want to worry about him. And so we mm-hmm. have we where we are today. But this book assessing it is a prophetic primer. Now we don't have one beliefs, but we just we have a book leadership called Now that you're a leader. You can look for that. I'm sure somebody's gonna throw it online. PPMGlobalResources.com PPM, Global, PPM Global is the website
2: that's going to take you to all of the products audio downloads. Yes.
1: So when you think about it, and I want to just share some of this because I need you to understand. And and those of you who bought it, go buy it for you. Amen. Okay? On Amazon. On Amazon. (laughs) I don't know where else they can write it, but you can start on Amazon. (laughs) Assessing your prophetic self is a timely guide for today's prophetic environment. As a primer, this work answers dozens of questions and supplies practical solutions to this century's prophetic climate. Emphasizing prophecy more than profit, it spans the entire spectrum of divine communication, a catch-all phrase coined to identify God's words for his children, futuristic or not. Assessing your prophetic self shows you how to assess your prophetic self and why it is healthy to do so. This timer informs and instructs you on divine communication, prophets and processes, assessments, and their value to prophetic criticism and judgment, how to view and explore your prophetic self as well as the prophetic in others, what general and prophetic assessments contain, how to isolate and determine assessment elements, and lastly, how to build simple
2: assessments. I love it. We have online here, First Lady uh, Tarver said, I love this book and getting ready to read it over again. Robert Majors. Hey, Robert. He said, I just purchased it. I took the assessment as well. Oh, can I
1: take? Can I see it? There you go. And we love the feedback. Let us know what you think about the assessment. Let us know what you think about assessing your prophetic self. is not powerful. Because let's say you're interested. This is new. We've been told, again, I'm going to go back to how I uh, introduced this. We've been told that assessments and things like that is of the world and worldly. So I have to bring the church back to its legacy. That's
0: right.
1: It's heritage. AD is us. All AD is us. From the birth of Jesus Christ to today, it's church, it's Christianity. Uh, now, all of it has been God, but until God spoiled principalities and powers and made a show up them openly, till so he cast out the God of this world. So the Holy Ghost came and brought all God's things to the planet. Oh man, I gotta get something. I gotta get something. Oh, boom. Come on. Stop letting devils lie to you and make you think you've been created. They did not. They don't own this. We own this. But all things are yours, says Paul. All things. Everything is Christ and everything Christ is yours. So all of this, uh, this whole deception that's the world, that is Satan's defense mechanism to keep you from getting in this business and taking over the mess that he has created and trying to perpetrate as if it's from the supremacy of God. No, Uh, everything in this world is ours. The world was Christian 100%, and we still got a pretty good stronghold. So let us not act like what they do is better than us. They got it from us. They are the fevers. They are fevers. That's, uh, that's what the spirits do. Mm-hmm. Education? Uh, university? Uh. The Big age? Uh. Look at their history. Yeah. Ivy League schools? Uh, when people give me that, I'm like, well, I'm going to need you to have a history class. The yeah. history of the Christian church is pretty good. The true, history class. The true cr- Yeah, well. Because <laughs> they rather. So when you start telling me that I'm thinking, do you not know? That this all began with Jesus Christ. Intelligence? Us. Diplomacy? Us. Embassies and ambassadorship? Us. I'm just saying. The, us is the us. Okay, the us. Is. So when you so I want you to stop thinking that everything that works and everything that heals and all of these kinds of things came up like that. you can we got a whole psychological system where people never get here. You're gonna be on that couch until Jesus comes or until you go to your grave, and you're gonna pay dearly to get on that couch. Right. Well
0: in
2: and, and in any other arena, we demand to know where somebody falls in. <laughs> The line of assessing before. <laughs> I'm someone. Like, look, nobody is going to the doctor who is using Jesus to operate as an excuse to not go to school. Like, we want to set the top doctor who is safe, <laughs> yes. but actually, you that you're number one. Yes. In that instance, we need to know when you cut me open, that's happened, and that the Lord can lead you through some things, but yes. that your expertise. Right. Is measured. well they're not they not, you can rest Jesus. Okay? Because see, when I'm dying, Secondary, we're gonna talk about heaven when I'm back. Right. I need Jesus to be there for me. But I measures, yeah, right. Right. But if he's not in you, but I need you to be number one. You don't look for the attorney. Somebody says, "Well, I'm an attorney. Well, I'm an attorney by faith." No, no. Actually, I practice all because the Lord told me I'm going to be an attorney, and I'm just confessing it, and I just know, and I pray every day, so I hear from God, so he is telling me how we're going to win this. No, no, baby, no. None of that makes any kind of sense in any other arena, but in these fields. Now, God gave them the mantle to be an attorney, just like he did you to be a prophet. Mm Mm-hmm. Or to be an apostle, or to be a doctor, or an athlete. Mm -hmm. And so, but we have used, we in these ministerial contexts use the Holy Ghost opt out method and still demand the respect Mm -hmm. of those who go through the process. Somebody's little kid says, I'm going to be a doctor. We say, You're going to get straight in. You're going to have to go to forever. And then once you get out, you're going to be paid off your debt forever. But hey, you're going to get there. Somebody says, God called me to be a prophet. Let me lay hands on you. Let me. Like
1: no, no, no! we're going to put you on the stage, no. the proper time. Or proper line or proper trial. The
2: proper proper Come on, we're Somebody feels bad. good. That is good. trying on my life. Okay. That's like a trial. Oh, my God. Isn't that true? And so we want to bypass all of that. We want to run down our resume of all the people we sat
1: under. Mm-hmm. For three days. Three days? You know, this is about the pastor. You sat
2: under Jesus for three and a half years. Hallelujah. Okay, hold on. We got this testimony here. Stephen Holt Jr. What's up? whole kill him? Oh, <laughs> he said, Who kill him. Who'll kill him? He said that PAQ really works and it also exposes the areas where you lack and need to grow. Assessing your prophetic self gives you the building blocks to assess your life from God's perspective. Come on, Kelly I'm going to see him in November anyway. He's going to be here. Yes, prophet, prophet, or prophet, trying. She thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And and so we don't put ourselves through any of the paces of proving and trying. But, like you said, to reduce that, uh, public, safe, like, that public safety issue <laughs> that we have of wrecking, train wrecking people's lives, and they get offended or make excuses when you're blocked. Mm-hmm. So in our organizations what we have people come in who are used to riding on their anointing mm-hmm. and riding on whatever their you know, their profit or whatever it is, even if they're nonprofit. profit. And when they realize they they get this far mm-hmm. until you get to train. Yep. Well, have you gone to school? Have you I know I need to take the assessment. Have you taken it? No. Are you in class? No. Are you done and and oh, you well. wanna run
1: down the resume? Yeah, your prayer closet, brethren. Is that right? Your prayer closet, brethren. Anybody else stop the trying, stop the trying? Everybody stop the trying, stop the <laughs> or stop <proper> the trying. <laughs> 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 because
2: they <I have> said, <laughs> okay, I'm done. Stop <laughs> trying. <laughs> Listen, you have got to love this apostle. <laughs> All right, but he's the wife. Thank <laughs> you. That yeah, you have got to love. <laughs> can
1: oh, you, can you, uh, you? I said, and <laughs> you know, said with the ambulance. With the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> the ambulance. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so let me tell you this: the reason that uh, other professionals require you to do this because they—if you read the history of every one of these professionals—they started out like us. They had the charlatans. It had the, the do-gooders and the well-meaners on the road trying to do this, trying to do that to heal people, particularly in the village. But they kept researching and they kept experimenting and they kept noting what worked and what didn't work. Okay. until And then they recorded it until they came up with standards and norms and uniformity and procedures and policies. And all of that was what? To pre- preserve life to safeguard the public, and to lend credibility, to accredit the profession or the industry. We're the only ones that don't want to do that.
0: Mm. We don't
1: want to accredit prophetics because that means that a whole lot of charlatans are going to be fired, you know, and they're going to be discredited. We don't want to do that because the church is too busy being an apology group. Uh, I just don't want you to. I don't want you to feel bad. So I'm going to unleash you on three villages. Just go ahead and destroy some lives. I'm going to let you go proper lies, proper try. It and be, and your feelings will be hurt. That's right. And their lives will be destroyed. Because yeah, the people will be proper die. okay? Oh, because oh, they, oh, they, they die oh, on of purposes. Oh, yes. Because you, we, uh, cause to us, we've made the prophetic yeah. 100% about seeing and saying. I talk about that in the sense of the prophetic song. The prophetic is a mantle shift. This is shift. Look up shift. It is real. And S-A-I-P on the end of anything yes. means it takes it from the obvious. It takes it from the enthusiast, It even takes it from the well-meaning, and it puts it under the criteria and hopefully the regulations
0: this is
1: of a professional. In this book, I talk about why I am pushing for the prophetic to stop being a religious or theological function, but to become a science. Because those prophets in Bible were scientists. Yeah. They, Come on. what is that? True? But yeah. you have to read the Bible to know that they were scientists. Yeah. You know, the family of knowing how to throw that water, that, that meal in the water, to perfect a scientific eye. The, the, uh, Moses telling us how God created the heavens and the earth. Job, Job and his three friends telling us how creation works. God talking about how he weighed the snowflake. I'm still going to ask him, I need you to tell me the scale. I want to know where is the scale that raised us the our way? He's the eternal Right here. Okay? And then you talk about Jesus knowing that his fit is going to change somebody's vision. Come on, oh, somebody. You know, we need passage. a song called, let on
0: me, love, let on me, come on. Let on me, love, let me breathe. Let on me, love,
1: let on me, come on. You are what I want to hear. My, my thing going to kill me. <laughs>
2: we don't have to in the first
0: world <laughs> Oh, come on now <laughs> you know, I'm telling you okay?
1: I'm telling you and so and this just the technique of dream and understanding, analyzing this and that but the transmission of something I something that is invisible and intangible and watching it turn into something concrete and that come on somebody. No, we don't know the prophetic. That's why we aren't doing it. Because let me tell you something. When, we, when, we, when God releases the power in this thing, this yes. is going to be all right. But we need standards. We don't need somebody that I say this and you say that so we're going to have a prophecy class.
0: Oh
1: Meanwhile, God hasn't backed anything that you said in 10 years. No, so there is the prophets registry. I'm telling you, you need to enroll in school. But we need to think mastership and prophetship. And then we want to sit down and give a prophecy to people who have had 95 years of school, 210 years of experience, frustrated, and everything. And you're going to go and speak to the high powers of God, not knowing what they're asking, Nothing message, and, and, and then you're going to prophesy in Elizabethan language, like right? They can do something with that.
0: Okay. <laughs> <I'll
1: get it. laughs> thou Lord, now do it. Do it for you.
0: I'm
1: going to say you
0: can't even get it. Okay.
1: Get it. Yeah, but the Lord is saying that this is your Hezekiah moment. Look,
0: don't have oh, no representative co workers. I don't know what
2: you're that's doing. To <laughs> I we right. were in a meeting with a high official. Yes, we were. And somebody else, not an organization, <laughs> was prophesying to this person who was, again a high official in the seat of government. A high one. And they said, What does that mean?
0: <laughs> See, in
2: the church <laughs> we're going to block it. <laughs> Well, we never hurt your feelings. We never hurt your feelings. God bless you. Oh, we want to be all anointed and so it. See, it was like, what does that mean? And what am I supposed to do with that? And of oh. course, sitting at the table like this. No, I'm not. <laughs> 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 but it's like, now see, she treats us about this kind of stuff. That these people will never invite you back.
1: Oh though And yeah, I am sitting there I thinking, think I was like, he said so how does that help me? How? I mean, I don't even understand that. I, I don't even read the Bible like that. He I mean, this person is really nice like, and I'm saying, if you don't know make, I don't know what that means, and I don't know what she's she
2: reading. And so we're
1: not in the safe group. So let me tell you what God is doing. It's like it that. Up real well. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <up real> well. <laughs> I mean, talk about and blood, and blood and, 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 and the old and blood. I was like, I was thinking, what? what is
0: this?
1: And this person is trying to figure out what to do with the rest of his life, got a, a wonderful job, should I you this, should I do that. And so I'm like, I don't know about that. So let me just tell you. And then afterwards I pray. As yes, I did, I was like, and I told him, this is what's going to happen, this is what God's going to do, this is how you're going to do it. Cause, and I didn't use the list of seasons. You know, the Kairos and the Kronos are both coinciding. And when they collide, then you will have a, a collision. <laughs> when they collide, you will
2: have a collision.
1: Now, I, I'm for Kairos, I got a whole Kairos class, I promise you. I can do that. But when I'm sitting down with people, they probably want to hear this is the season this is the thing you know what you were the invitation was
2: accepted for you to return exactly. this particular home yeah, yeah. because you had met this person uh, before their installment into this high seat yes and there was people praying in the room and what we hope that you might have whatever Uh-oh. she laid hands on this person and was like hold on
1: hold on Don't we it get
2: like this first. person you office lift back all mm. thing up in those sweet evangelical people and I tell you what, if what my Lord, if it's not
1: your will to think with, I'll say, oh, oh,
2: oh, oh, I don't know.
0: We're going to let you change. We're
1: going to let you change. i said, say, and it's just you don't see because, and Lord, when they get in, don't let them change. Don't let them, Lord, keep them who they hold. It's just like this. this I, I, I pray so
0: hard that one of
2: the, one is the biggest donors financially so tight I think it was you you.
1: I said, first of all, I shut down all of these uncertain prayers. I bind up the spirit of uncertainty in the holy name of Jesus Christ. That's number one. Number two, the mantle is on you for this. You will be in that office. And it will be if I ran on like that, I said, and and you will change according to what the office desires. We're not asking you to go in there as a good church boy. We want you to go in as a warrior. Go win for us. Go win. Bring us back some victories. We can can play about it and celebrate the victories in church. We're yes. 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 going to get in the seat so we got a church. As I, said, I was like, and I told him, no, no, uh-uh. don't ask me about any kind If of, you don't think, it, no, don't ask me, no, because I'm either going to say, this is God, or I'm, this is not God, and then I'll be like, God will be done. And it was like the election was the next day. I mean, It was Saturday, Sunday, and it was Tuesday. And I'm thinking you're a little late. I mean, if you don't and I, but I knew it. As they were doing I said but see those prayers would tie up the thing, muddy the waters, and make it very unclear for for, for the, the, the angels that are pushing our people and pushing God's choices to go. And you realize, and you know, it's like, the church, and then the world. And so we, we're, we're fighting with that. The person sitting in there is not going to want to go. The person who's fighting for the seed or running against them is not going to go. And here we are. Lord, is it being your will? God, if it wasn't your will, i wouldn't be here because i got something else to do on the Sunday evening. Okay? But if you're not bring me here, we are putting you in. I said, I set you in that off By the Holy Ghost, by the spirit of the living God. We, are not, I, we, were, we were so and And my, me and my team, we at each other like,
0: no, like, no, no.
1: this really
2: happening? No. We're looking at Dr. Price like, I know you were going to go fix this, right? Because. No, no.
1: Because to me, I'm, even if we say, well, okay, God, I just need them. Uh, they're going to get in. If I don't care if they're going to win three times. They're going to get in. Israel will almost three battles before God came to win. Because he said, I don't know how to fight. Because <laughs> they're training It doesn't <laughs> <So, laughs> so, matter. So yeah, girl, Yes. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you right now, uh, the office puts you in. The gift predicts. (laughs) (laughs) Because there is no other reason for the gift of prophecy but praying and
0: predicting. Y'all all all right?
1: The office is the one that says Samuel poured oil on David. The prophet said, Jehu ran in there and said, this is why uh, uh, we put in. But see, it's not enough of us wanting to earn that stature, that level and rank with God, that classification or declassification for access into God's sacred spot. Because God already told me. You know, I mean, because some people, you could just look at them, and they heard me say it. I said, no, the office is already on this person. Right? I said that I watched our governor do a commercial. It was just a nice commercial. Him, the wife, and kids were so nice. Now I didn't know who was gonna run. I didn't know anything. Oh, yeah, because yeah. I don't follow that. Like people do. I should, I am getting better. And so I went. How you're researching? Yeah, I do. And so I, I, I literally looked at the TV and I said, "Oops, the office of governorship has just fallen on." I looked at that thing and I said, "You're gonna be the governor." Well, and see, here's why you need count. Because when crazy happens, Come on. you gotta be the Elijah. You've got to be the Jesus. You have got to be the family and say, I don't care about your muddy water. I don't care about your mudslinging. I'm trying to tell you by the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ, this is who God uh, has anointed, and this is who God has appointed, and my job is to push back at corruption. I push back on this darkness. This is what will be. It's our job to enforce what God chose. And not, to, and not to look at the sign and listen to the lies and think you are wrong. That's right. My God. <laughs> yeah, you know, I you're not cut up. You're, well, it's running out of time. Y'all see how Y'all got me all by. Why you all. You're I don't why I keep
0: doing doing
1: it. I'm like... Ugh. You see, if, you, if, if you're in the office, then you already know what your superior has said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Well, if you're gift thing, then you already you just know what you heard, or some. So I, I told God because we God is going to move this office to the next level. He needed to start a gifting so people can have ears to hear and realize that there are vessels that are exclusively mm-hmm. communicating from God's throne, from Jesus' office. With this particular example that she gave. Uh, we had already been in prayer with another group who was asking God to please do change him and keep him saying, I know, me and Tom are sitting there, we're like, oh, Jesus. I said to the Lord, no wonder you don't get much done. I was like, wow. So we're sitting there. This is amazing because we're sitting there, and all of a sudden I begin to pray, and I say, God, first of all, I'm saying this has got to happen. This is your will. The minute I open my mouth, I'm translated, to Jesus' office, and he's sitting at the desk, and it's a huge desk. He's all, I mean, nothing but glory, faith and glory, and he says to me, I get there, and he said, come here, come here. He gives me this man's file, his paperwork, and I'm back on the planet. So that's how I do. See, I look for where I work. I work in God's heaven. I execute on earth. Ooh, that's what I do. And, and see, we, we've been, you know, we, we've been using all of the wrong language. My faith is in that. My faith is in the fact that I work from God's seat in heaven. I'm, I'm in the inner office, outer office, to be... Some of us we so in love with the courts we're not in the office. I'm in the inner office. office. (laughs) Come on here. I'm not. not, 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 I went to the courts, you know, found there. But he came and I looked at him. And one of the things I had a dream. He showed me and I saw Jesus. He was in this old rusty closed down warehouse and he was just sitting at the desk and there was no light or anything. He's just working. He looks like he's a slave. And I said, but Lord Jesus. Why are you sitting there like that? He says these are all of the details I can't get you all to do for me because we're be too busy playing church and acting out. And so he's laboring, he's slaving. So then I get. He said they think our office open. The process office? No, I didn't. I made offices, but the office is yet to be open. Because when it, when that office is open, we're gonna change the planet every single way, and we're not gonna have crazy, and we're gonna clamp on crazy. We're going yes. to clamp on them. Yes. But, anyway, I'm excited. What else do you want to say before I we go? want to say before we go, if you want to clamp down on crazy
2: with us, join us in November yeah. at the Near Apostleship <laughs> Summit where will clamp down on crazy collectively. You can go to com hit events, and that's going to let you know November 18th through the 21st, <laughs> you want to be here. I know people are coming and new people showing up. We have got to be here in November. If you want to experience this unbridled I'm I'm not unbridled. (laughs) Now there's a conference anointing. There's a manifestation of God's glory in the conference. The summit that is unlike church. It's unlike the show. And let me tell you something Jew. Oh June. June. And so you want to be here in November. Now, uh this year Rumble. Rumble. <laughs> location, location, location is different. Okay. The sleeping room block is still at the Warm Place Double Tree Hotel. Same hotel. The information will be up by tomorrow. We just had to find the right details. The location of the will be
0: off.
2: <laughs> it will be in a different church in Tulsa. Yeah. Our dream church. Our dream
0: church that we're going after. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So this uh, new facility that we are
2: going after to purchase has an, e- an event hall. And it was uh, the gymnasium. Yeah, for the double. The double, and now it has the stage down to some uh, commercial kitchen and whatnot. And so we will be in that location for the summit this year. All right. Now, transportation is going to be different for you. We're kicking around, maybe doing some shuttling services back and forth to the hotel, to the church, because it's not far from the hotel, but it's not in the hotel, and we know uh, people are accustomed to just shuttling there, and you're there the whole time until we leave, and so uh, that will be different. Um, We will have some kind of lunch option that you can purchase if you want, if you don't have transportation, if you don't want an Uber or do whatever, and we're going to be adding these things next week to the event as an option for you to hear me pay in advance because we have to pay people in advance and prepare in advance so, if you want those additional services, it's going to be mapped out. It's going to be very clear. Wednesday night, the dignitary dinner slash king's ball is going to also be there Wednesday night. Yes. 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 Now, the training module for our Prince University students, and if you don't know what I'm talking about and need your Probably not supposed to be there, so it's okay. Earlier in the week, Monday, Tuesday, and the first part of Wednesday, that will still be at Price University. But the, the event will be there. Sunday service will be at the Congregation of the mighty as we know it right now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> as we know it
2: right now. Uh, but the event will be in the promised land. Yes. So uh, just so you know, to look to that, and that the sleeping rooms will be there. Uh, we have a, a room block. And then the event will be at our new location. The address will be online so that you'll know how to get there.
1: Yes. And it is a gorgeous, gorgeous location. It is beautiful. It is totally unbelievable.